Forks and Fangs. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Forks and Fangs. I'm your host, Christy. Megan. Hillary. Ramya. And we also have another guest with us today. Her name is Jessica. Say hi. Hi. And she'll just be here um, listening and maybe adding in some comments of her own. Then she's also read the Twilight series. So, let's get started because we have a lot to talk about tonight. And Hillary and Megan are going to start us off with the news. Okay, so start us off, um, Robert Pattinson celebrated his 22nd birthday on May 13th. Happy birthday to him. Yay. Um, <laughs> MTV Blog also reported that the main characters of Twilight have signed on to the sequels if Twilight becomes a big hit. And the LA Times went behind the scenes of the Twilight set, and they were there on the day that they were filming the spider monkey scene, as we are calling it. The biggest news is that the Twilight teaser trailer came out, which I've watched about 20 times so far. What was your favorite part, Hillary? What was my favorite part? What did you think? It was it was alright. It wasn't the best teaser trailer that I've ever seen before. <laughs> it's short. It's really it short. Flashes. It did <laughs> <laughs> it, it like for people like my parents saw it, they do not read the books and they didn't have any idea what it was gonna what was be about going at all. On? It didn't explain the storyline. So I didn't I really know. like how they were like flying either. Yeah, yeah I like I wanted I them to set. Because I couldn't tell. Okay. Yeah. So he says you really shouldn't have said that. Yeah. And then they run out the door, but it looks like he takes a flying leap, but why would they have a door that leads off to a it's like it's a, a window a drop, you know? <laughs> because oh, it was a window. It's a window. He pulls her onto his back and jumps out the window onto a tree into the oh. forest. Okay, that makes more sense. But it's like But it's maybe he is running because I don't know, I couldn't really tell. <laughs> Run fast enough on air. But then, like, <laughs> you, then you see him above, like, the camera's, like, looking at the trees, and then you just see him fly <laughs> over. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so they definitely make it so that Edward can fly instead of just running really fast. attacks that poor deer. But I do like the part where yeah. Emma's like, Edward, it's not right. She's not one of us. And his eyes are sheer black. Did you see that? Oh, nope. no, I didn't notice his eyes, but they're black. That was definitely a good part. I like it when he saves her from the car. Oh, yeah, and he just looks up at her, and he's like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I I just love the music that they play in the background. Like, I don't know, exactly. It's sort of like that Dolby Digital, like, where it gets like, (laughs) and it's like, "Mm." (laughs) That's a really bad imitation. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's just kind of the, oh, shoot moment, (laughs) where they look at at each other and she knows something's up and he knows that he just gave it away as his identity sort of yeah and i liked before that and she was like looking over at at his car and he's looking over at her and i was thinking stupid shiny volvo owner (laughs) (laughs) nice oh yeah (laughs) phone's on fiber please but for the trailer overall i thought it was it was good, like like Hillary said. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't let you know too much about the movie. Like you can't really know what the movie's about from that one minute. Mm-hmm. But for the people that know what what the book is, they'll definitely 
be intrigued by this and and it shows that they're really going to like this movie and the other thing it definitely establishes a couple of things like for one that Edward isn't human mm-hmm. because he's been alive for quote a while now <laughs> the time they say that yeah, yeah. and it's um, established that it's a love story which is good obviously but, right and also they don't even really you don't even really know that he's a vampire like you know that he's not but she human, doesn't know it yet right? but they established well, the fact of a mystery like i said that he's not human but also that that he's sort of creepy like there was this whole mysterious aspect towards him and and they definitely said that he can live forever because i like their whole movie tagline like when you can live forever yeah. what do you what live, do you live for? for yeah so, that was good. Yeah, I just I really can't wait for the movie after seeing that because that was better than what I expected and and I was talking with a couple of people about it who haven't read the books and and they said that I definitely interested them even though they didn't really know what the movie will be about. I want the main trailer now. <laughs> yeah, the main trailer and the some more clips and stuff. But I don't know, maybe not another two months until that comes out. Yeah. Yeah, not really sure. And on, what was it, Tuesday of this last week, on May 13th, Ramya and I attended the host event here in Arizona. We got our book signed, and we got to listen to Stephanie Meyer give her presentation. So we're just going to tell you a little bit about that. First of all, like we actually got to publicize our podcast there. And I have to thank Ramya personally because she was brave enough to go up and ask if we could publicize our podcast. She actually wanted to go up on the microphone herself, and I was too chicken to do it. <laughs> but um, we actually got the lady who was introducing Stephanie Meyer to uh, mention us in her introduction. But funny thing was that she said that the name of our podcast was Forks and Things. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I know. It sounds kind of... She got up there and, and um, she was like, well, um, we just wanted to let you know that a fellow, that our fellow Twilight fans who are in the audience have created a podcast, and it's called Forks and Things, and I'd appreciate it if you downloaded it, but... At least they got the half name of it. Right, so I'm thinking, way. hopefully, you guys found it okay, and you can spread the word to other people about our <laughs> podcast, but... I think it should be fine as long as they search the word forks or twilight, they'll find it. Yeah. If they're interested in the twilight podcast, they know that there are some out there. She definitely answered a lot of questions about, um, especially the host, but she did uh, try to answer a lot of questions about twilight as well and more about the midnight sun and breaking dawn. Mm -hmm. It was good because she said that her publicist wasn't with her, so she actually got to answer more questions than she probably would have been allowed to. And it was it was sort of weird because I expected the event to be about an hour long of her presenting and then book signing afterwards, but it was only like 20 minutes long. She was late, and so it was supposed to start at 6, but we didn't start till like 6.10 or something and ended at 6.30. So she answered like 20 questions, was it? And only a few of those were about Twilight. But... The question that Rami and I both thought was interesting was, in Twilight, you have a theme of Pride and Prejudice, Romeo and Juliet in New Moon, and in Eclipse, it was Wuthering Heights. Do you have a theme for Breaking Dawn? So she answered yes. There are two books, but 
she was only going to tell us one of them, and that book is, it's actually a play, A Midsummer's Night Dream by Shakespeare. I read this book in eighth grade, but I didn't really remember it. So we kind of looked up a little bit about it on the internet. We thought it was really interesting, like, basically, there's two lovers. There's Demetrius and Hermia, and we are kind of relating Demetrius to Jacob, and Hermia is related to Bella. Demetrius and Hermia just like, like Jacob, Jacob loves Bella. And her father um, approves of this marriage and wants Demetrius to marry Hermia. Just like Charlie approves of Jacob. More than he does of Edward. Edward yeah. It also mentions that Hermia is actually in love with Lysander, who we think could be the Edward um, of, of Breaking Dawn. And she wants to run off and elope with Lysander, or Edward. <laughs> her father disapproves of this, and he, he warns her that he'll unleash the full penalty of law and that he might send her to a convent or have her executed. So I, I we don't see, see that aspect of Charlie in this. Right. So yeah. probably that That's aspect harsh. won't be seen in Breaking Dawn, in my opinion. Right, but I think it plays into it a lot because I definitely think Charlie will not approve of the wedding. He definitely likes Jacob a lot more um, just because... He seems more, I think he seems more normal to Charlie, and Edward left Bella and left her hurt, and, and Charlie still blames Edward for that. But there's some, there's fairies in the story, Midsummer's Night Dream, and um, there's this um, juice of a magical flower that, you, that can be spread over a sleeping person's eyelids to make that person fall in love with the first thing he or she sees upon wakening. Basically, this is rubbed on several characters' eyelids to make them fall in love with a different character, a friend named Helena. And so eventually Demetrius and Lysander both fall in love with Helena, and Hermia becomes very jealous. So, But in the end, things are set right because Lysander loves Hermia in the end, Edward and Bella, and Demetrius is with Helena. So we don't really know who this Helena character could be in Breaking Dawn, but do you guys have any speculations? Well, I thought it was um, Leah, or what was her What was her name? Yeah, it was Leah. Leah. Because I remember she was the only werewolf that he was especially talking to in the epilogue of Eclipse, and she kind of, she sort of understood him, in my opinion. I don't remember too much about this character. I just remember the part where he rescued her when she needed uh, his help. She was trying to be brave and everything. So in the end, I don't know if it's going to be Leah, but I know there's going to be just a werewolf out for him. So I think there's going to be a Helen for her, for him. Helena. Uh, Helena. Um, yeah. A Helena. See, but I, I have a problem with it being Leah because we know how Quill imprinted on the two-year-old. And it was almost like immediately when he saw her, he knew yeah. that, that was his love. He was imprinted on her, even though she was two. Exactly. And, and if it was Leah, it should have already happened, right? But then right. I feel it, it like... It should have been like a love at first sight type thing, not like I have to get to know you before I imprint. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't imprint that easily. <laughs> I guess I can agree with that because... Who's the main werewolf? Sam. Sam? 
when he was in love with another girl before he became a werewolf, and then he saw the other girl's friend, and, like, he instantly knew. Yeah. So I guess that would kind of go with Leah, because even though Jacob's in love with Bella, if he sees that perfect girl, then he should fall in love. Do you guys think it could be a new character, or, I mean... I don't really think, if Breaking Dawn is going to be the last book, I don't really think that they'll, that she'll introduce a new character. Or dwell on Jacob in another but, relationship, for that matter, right? Right. But in this summary of A Midsummer's Night Dream, Helena is the friend of Hermia. So could it be one of Bella's friends? That becomes a like werewolf? Lauren. Or Jessica. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could be. Right, which one's the nice one? <laughs> Jessica was the nice one, Andrew. and then... She turned... Yeah, Angela. Angela. But she's sort of in love with Ben. That would be really interesting if, if Jacob fell in love with with one of Bella's friends or imprinted on one of her friends because then if Bella chose Jacob, then it'd be a totally different situation for her because she knows someone who also is in love with a werewolf, not just Sam and Emily. And that could affect her decision on whether or not to marry Edward. Whether or not it's a decision <laughs> at this point, I don't really know, but... But that kind of brings up, well, I don't know if we want to get into this tonight, but do you guys think that that Bella will have any doubts about marrying Edward? Like, I hate in movies how they always get up to the altar and it's like, are there any objections? <laughs> Speak now or forever hold your feet. It's always at that moment. Like, why couldn't have you have said it earlier? I think but, that yeah. is... I think that as much as Edward loves Bella, I think he's the one that's going to have the doubts. I mean, Bella has always continuously throughout the three books has known that she's wanted to be with Edward, has known that Edward was the one was willing to give her life for Edward, you know, since the first book. So I don't think, I think she'll be nervous, but I don't think she'll have any doubts about what she's doing. I think Edward, on the other hand, will have doubts and he'll be worried and he'll show it more. I think if she has any doubts, it'll be within herself. Like, exactly. she doubts if she's worth the same as him, really. So it's probably going to be within herself more than questioning the marriage or the relationship. Yeah, that's really interesting because I I always thought that Edward wasn't the one who would have doubts. Like, I always thought it'd be Bella because it just seemed like because of what happened in New Moon and and how she acted in Eclipse, I just thought that her devotion to Edward was sort of wavering. Like, she always did love him the most, but she also loved Jacob just in a different way. And Stephanie Meyer even said it herself, they were both, they were both different kinds of love. So mm. she's choosing between two different kinds of love. And she is a very indecisive person, I think. And, uh, yeah. Just like us. <laughs> I don't think she knows if she's making the right decision, even though she knows she loves Edward. So it's just confusing for her. Mm-hmm. I agree. But we can get in that whole discussion some right. other time. That's <laughs> <laughs> going to be a long one. Now we are going to start one of our segments that we came up with, and this is called the character analysis segment. Since Bella is the main character of the series, we thought that we would start off with her first. How would you guys describe her personality? You mentioned the very the indecisive part. I think she's very shy. She's not very outspoken. She doesn't have a lot of confidence in herself, Mm -hmm. I don't think. I agree with that. I don't know exactly if she's shy, but... She's very curious, in my opinion. I think she's almost, like, a little bit antisocial. She doesn't seem to make friends very easily, and 
That's when she I mean. moves to Forks. And, and you're right, she's very apprehensive about moving moving to Forks, even though it was her decision to go there. Sometimes she doesn't know how to deal with people. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know what to say. Yeah. Well, I can see that because of Eclipse, how she was sort of hurting Jacob and Edward at the same time by, by not making a decision and... Mm-hmm. And being indecisive, like we said, but she didn't know how to handle that whole situation, and she didn't... And then there's also times where you can tell, like, with her and her girlfriends, like, there's, I don't know, it just doesn't Awkwardness. seem... There's awkward parts. Yeah. Because she doesn't know how to relate to them somehow. Yeah. Right. That's why somehow that's she almost... fits with Edward. Are you talking about, like, when she's talking with Angela, when they're writing out graduation announcements, and... Well, Angela, she relates to uh, fairly well. Well, she relates to her... But she's, like, asking for advice because she thinks Edward's jealous. Exactly. And she can't really say, like, she can't explain the whole story because of Edward being a vampire. And so I think that kind of... Makes that, it awkward. Yeah, that's, I think, the thing that's responsible for her, maybe for her being antisocial, maybe for her being awkward with other people because her life, once she moves to Forks, is Edward. And... She doesn't make a whole lot of friends besides him. That's one of my favorite aspects about her, is that she accepts Edward for the way that he is, and he and she doesn't tell anyone. She hides the secret fairly well, even before she knows what he is. She's still not, you know, she hides the cover pretty well. Right, and she's very loyal, even the whole thing with Jacob. She's still loyal to Edward. She's a good friend, I would say. Does anyone else have a favorite aspect of Bella? I like that that she's very curious and, like, sort of in a way, like, brave because she always questions Edward at the very beginning and she wants to know what's different about him, whereas the others just accept, okay, he's different, let's just leave him alone. So she's very curious. And the other thing is she's really brave. Like, she, she doesn't know this character, Edward, and she doesn't know if he's just... Dangerous like, or yeah. good, yet she'll jump in the car with him or... Yeah, that's what I like about her. Same thing with when Edward decides to go to another city to... Like when he runs away the first time? Yes. No, and the part where Edward decides to sacrifice himself at one part and she doesn't question any of it. He just She just wants to get there and save him whether she's hurt or not. With any other situations either, she doesn't care about him herself, just like Edward doesn't care about himself. Right. So they're kind of meant for each other. That could kind of be one of her flaws, too, because she risks so much for Edward, but it makes sense for Edward to risk himself for her because he can't really get hurt. He's... <laughs> like when right. when she risks herself to save him, she's basically risking both of them because he has to go back and save her in the end. Right, and if she gets hurt, then she's also hurting Edward. Exactly, but she's much more fragile than Edward, and Edward can handle it. <laughs> so, I agree that she's brave, but she's also very trusting, and that could also be a flaw too. But she she knows that Edward's dangerous, but she trusts herself that she loves him so much that she trusts him with her life and with with everything she that's why she doesn't care that he's a vampire and that he's dangerous is because she trusts him not to hurt her and she trusts that he's in love with her just like she loves him so what are her most annoying attributes 
or everything. Mention Do one we have thing? enough time? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we mentioned the Jacob part. Um, I think just her relationship with him is very annoying to me because it, there's a boundary between friendship and like a boyfriend or a, or love, and she's always in between. Like she, I know she's beyond friendship. But she's never, like, she knows that she can't achieve the aspect of love because she's in love with Edward. So I hate how she's in the middle. I wish she would just, like, stick with him being a friend and not let him try to win her over or just stand up for herself, really. Mm-hmm. She leads him on. Yeah. Way too much. Way too much. A lot. Let's move on to favorite, favorite quotes. quotes. Favorite quotes. Okay. Stupid shiny Bulbo. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that one. <laughs> I don't know why, but I love that quote. I like the one where she's like, well, it's no irritable grizzly. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah, too. when she's talking about the cereal. Yeah. That was sort of funny because Edward seemed upset by that. Yeah. Like, I can't believe you just said that. That's <laughs> <laughs> so. really good. I like in Twilight when... Oh, this is more of an Edward quote. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I know, that's why. It was a a conversation between the two of them. The one where he tells her, like, that Jessica is listening in. No, that Jessica wants to know about their their dinner at Uh Port Angeles. And and she's like, yikes, what should I say? (laughs) Like, well, you know, you can say that we're... That we're going out. That's cool. <laughs> and she's like, "No, I don't mind." Yeah, she goes, "I don't mind." And she's like, thinking, "Yes." <laughs> and and then I I just love when he's like, "Well, I'll be listening in to hear the answer to the second question, or or the second question being, what do what do you think about Edward?" Edward. Yeah. What other quote? <laughs> I don't know, Bella isn't really that much of a funny character. This Edward cool. always has the good one-liners. Yeah. He does. Whereas he's Bella, like, everything everything like good she says is so strung out in a whole conversation. Mm-hmm. Edward's just quick on his feet. He's witty. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's in clips <laughs> when Alice is holding her hostage and she calls Edward and what did she say? Like, let's just say when you get home that that you'll have worse than a grizzly, or, or worse than mountain lions oh. to face. That is totally not it. <laughs> no, but I know what you're talking about. It's like, uh, oh, she's like, irritated grizzlies are going to seem tamed next to me or next to what you have to face when you come home or something like that. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. But I don't know the exact way. Yeah, so that was a good one. There's something on Stephanie Meyer's website about each character's tragic flaw. Like, somebody asked a question, I think, and she answered it. Okay, I found it. Stephanie Meyer's website on the Eclipse FAQs. What are the characters' biggest mistakes in Eclipse, their tragic flaws? And she said, quote, Bella is a, Bella's is a lack of self-knowledge. She would never have pursued her friendship with Jacob if she had realized how much more than friendship it really was. You don't give up your friends when you fall in love. However, you do give up your other romantic interests. If Bella had understood herself better, she could have saved everyone a lot of heartbreak. Sometimes that happens when you try to do the right thing. So we sort of already mentioned that. Mm -hmm. But she does try to do the right thing. 
but she's confused and doesn't know what is the right thing a lot of the time, and she ends up hurting people, hurting both Edward and Jacob by being indecisive and and not realizing that she was in love with both of them in different ways. Finally, this is my favorite part of this segment, even though we've never done this segment before. <laughs> We're going to pick a theme song for each character that we discuss, and the theme song is, we'll have several. It should define who this person is, or define their personality, thoughts, or feelings. So what do you guys think would be good theme songs for Bella? For Bella, I haven't come up with any for Bella yet. She's too complex of a character for just one song. I agree. Jessica has one. I only remember the one line from the song, though. That's okay. It's the Don't Make Me Wait song from the Disturbious soundtrack. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I don't know it. What is the line? Don't Make Me Wait? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the song, too. As in, don't make me wait. Like, for what? How that fit Bella? Like, don't make me wait to be turned into a vampire. That's what I was thinking. That could fit. I'm sorry, I'm only with the first book here, so that's all I'm focusing on. And tell us why you yeah. think it's that song, then. I'd have to have the oh, lyrics in front okay. of me. I got it. How about... I just kind of came up with this on the spot, but what about Thunder by Boys Like Girls? because of the thunder and the rain. She hates the rain in Forks, but she'll she'll ride it out for Edward because she'd rather be with Edward where it's raining than be in Phoenix without him. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, the Little Things by Colby Kailat. The little things you do to me are taking me over. I want to show you everything inside of me Oh, like a nervous heart that is crazy beating My feet are stuck here against the pavement I want to break free, I want to make it Closer to your eyes, get your attention Before you pass me So, even just like when he touches her and she's like in the hospital bed in Twilight and her pulse starts racing in the machine like weeping like crazy I love that part so, it's just the little things that make her go crazy. Okay, well, I think we're done with the character analysis segment, and we're going to move on to a really quick segment called Vampire or Werewolf. So, like we explained last week, it'll kind of be like your high school awards, like who would be most likely to hit a parked car, but we have some different ones prepared. So, the first one is... <laughs> Would Edward or Jacob be more likely to go to a Britney Spears concert? <laughs> Anyone? I don't know. Oh, come on. I, I want to say Edward because he seems like he'd do anything. <laughs> no, because he'd do anything for Bella. So if Bella really wanted to go, oh, then Edward okay, would that's go. That's a good point. But, but then I can't. I can't <laughs> then, like he's there's that scene where he's talking about like music and stuff. I just don't think that Britney Spears would be music. Yeah. That he would. Well, okay. She was really popular to. in the '90s, and he was alive then. 
Well, obviously. <laughs> but <laughs> I just can't I imagine know. Edward at the, the concert. <laughs> like, Oops, I <laughs> didn't <get." laughs> He's wearing like the pink t-shirt. <laughs> He's like trying to cut. <laughs> and Bella's doing like pigtails. <laughs> That's another theme song for for Bella. Oops, I oops, did it again. <laughs> it's like oops, I did it again to your heart. Got lost in the game of love. She definitely did. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> concert because I really don't think Edward would listen to that kind of music and Jacob's more like fun loving and like I can see him listening to like Cascada or something like fun and upbeat and Britney Spears is kind of like the Cascada of the 90s so <laughs> only not I can just picture him buying two tickets and just be like Bella I got Britney Spears concert tickets let's go yeah something like that more than I could Edward See, the concert Edward would go to would be, like, Michael Buble. Michael Buble. <laughs> or, like, yeah. Il Devo. Or, you know, the, Josh Groban. The, like, classical type contemporary. Now, our next question is, would Edward or Jacob be more likely to get a tattoo? And of what? I'd say Jacob. But I don't know of what. <laughs> Why, though? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I guess I picture him being more muscular, but is he muscular? <laughs> As he describes being muscular. Yeah. I picture Edward being more muscular if he can hold the car back. Oh. But I don't have to. I picture him like I don't know. I picture Jacob well, I thought, having like these huge like muscular arms. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, tattoo on I think he was he was like scrawny at first, but then when he became a werewolf, okay. he got really muscular. And Edward, I don't think he is that muscular. Like he's he's described as sort of you know lanky also. Yeah. But the fact that he's a vampire makes him strong, not the fact that he has muscles. <laughs> so. I agree with Hillary that Jacob would be more likely to get a tattoo because he's more spontaneous and, like... Carefree. And not that, I mean, Edward has a lot of time to think it over, <laughs> you know? Not, he doesn't have to be spontaneous about the whole tattoo thing, but Jacob's more... Yeah, I can also I don't the know fact that he was raised, it. like, Probably, back in, yeah. like, early 1900s Where, and didn't do tattoos. Right. If you had a tattoo, you had to cover it up, or you can't get a job. You, you can't. It's not proper to show you. It's not proper to show your tattoo because it's like a rebellious type thing. That's that's yeah. my word. For Jacob is more rebellious. Edward's oh. more proper. Well, I think it'd be Edward more because, well, like the what part, what he would get. Like I would think he would do something to do with Bella that shows like, it's kind of like, hey, I love you forever and I can't take it off. So it kind of, like, I don't know, shows that... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He's got this elaborate, like, Bella on his bicep. <laughs> like, or, or something. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I wouldn't think that he would just randomly get a tattoo, but... Oh, I got it. It's a, it's a heart, and it says E plus B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I don't see him just get, getting a random tattoo, but if, if it has anything to do with Bella, 
and like proving his love to her. I think that I think if he would, he would do it. I think that if he's going to prove his love to her, he'll change her. I don't think he'll go out and get a tattoo. Yeah. I think he'll change her. Yeah, I think if he were to get a tattoo, it wouldn't, and especially if it was for Bella, I don't think it would be as yeah. blatant as Bella across his arm. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't see him being he's that tacky. He's much more tacky. romantic. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's oh, much yeah. more romantic okay. than that. Classy. He wouldn't go out and be all, like, cheesy and do <laughs> Bella and Edward forever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a good point. Shut down. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, like never... that's what I said. That's a good point. No, but I still think that he's gonna do a tack. It doesn't about... have to be tacky. Just something to show that. What about love. like something in Italian? Since I don't know, they go, to it- they go to Italy. Anything. I see his being big. Like his and, whole back or something. And very like, s- not. I don't want to say like sticking out, but. My thing is, people can see it. When he does yeah. get a tattoo, what will happen to him when he turns into a werewolf? <laughs> and it grows like ten times bigger. <laughs> like he will have fur there. <laughs> 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 it's an expanded tattoo. It's like it's this really small thing, and then it's like ten times bigger. Yeah, is that kind of like how some people have the tattoos where when they flex, they dance? Megan, were you saying something like you thought they would? get something that defines who they are, like Edward might get something relating to vampires, or Jacob might get something, something related to werewolves. Yeah, like, I picture Jacob, if he was going to get a tattoo, it would be more to represent his his pack or whatever. Should, you know. Okay, so that's the end of our vampire or werewolf segment. We hope you guys liked it. And now we're going to end the show. So we'd like to remind you to go check out our blog website, at http forksandfangs.blogspot.com. You can download our show there and see the show notes or just different updates. You can also subscribe to our show on iTunes. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, hopes, dreams, or aspirations, please email forksandfangs at gmail.com. Again, that's forksandfangs at gmail.com. And we might mention your comment on the show. Um, we highly recommend that you email us because we want your thoughts on how we're doing the show. We want to make it better for you guys. Like, you guys are the ones listening, so we want to hear your comments and your feedbacks on how we're doing. And maybe we can change it to make it more enjoyable for you. Right. So, recommendations on segments, or you can recommend a vampire werewolf question. Also, for the character analysis segment email in your favorite your favorite quotes for Bella since we talked about her this week and we might mention it on the show next week if you email us we'll probably mention it actually <laughs> and um, also email us your theme songs that you think would be good for Bella and we'll play a little clip of it on the show um, but we're now on Podcast Alley so you could vote for us there probably won't get on the top 10 list yet yeah. Way to bash her own blog. Which is why you need to tell your friends about our podcast and how awesome it is. <laughs> well, it is. Now we're conceited. <laughs> I know. <laughs> bash one minute, conceited <laughs> We're confident. I got an email that somebody put our podcast on, it's like Podcast Planet or Pod Planet. So I don't know who did that, but thanks for that. And we'll get more subscribers that way too, hopefully. 
So, like I said, help us get the word out. Tell all of your friends who are reading the Twilight Saga to subscribe. If your friends don't read Twilight, then get them hooked. Like, I just got Jessica to read the books, and that's why she's here this week. <laughs> yeah, we probably will have pictures of our, uh, me and Christy meeting, or Christy and I, meeting Stephanie Meyer, and her signing our books. On our blog. On our blog, and uh, we even have an audio of her answering questions. We might be able to put that up for you. Right, and we also have a video of the entire audience singing Happy Birthday to Robert Pattinson. So I know there was a clip of that on um, bellaandedward.com, but it's only like a couple of seconds long, but we have the entire Happy Birthday song, so exclusive at our blog. <laughs> so that's it for our show today. We hope you enjoyed the show. Again, I'm your host, Christy. Megan. Hillary. Ramya. And Jessica. Say hi. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Curious? Yeah. I thought you said curious. <laughs> I definitely said curious. Sorry. What is curious? Cheerios. This is between Cheerios and curious. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking about those cereal bars too much. That's, That's a good one. one. Yeah. <laughs> it was a Twilight. You just read no, it. No, I meant like in real life. Oh. Deep. Like if your heart starts to beat faster and you're hooked up to one of those, does it start to beat more? I would assume so. That's yeah. what it's supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> like if That's what the machine's working, right? supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, and then when your heartbeat stops, it's alive. Those are really good pictures. You have a really good printer. Thanks. Mm. <laughs> <Really> printer. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, so I know what you're talking about. <laughs> what Maybe book the books. Make it sound like it's a gang. It kind of is. <laughs> read well, the books! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, read the books and you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah. You can send your hate mail too. <laughs> Since Jessica hasn't read the books. She hasn't I'm just read kidding. The first book. Don't send hate mail. Because <laughs> 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 Jessica will write a nastier message back. <laughs> I will. Known right. for it. <laughs>